G'day, it's Stuart Walter here. Just kidding, it's Lewis Hayden. So we never really say who's on these podcasts, you never know who's going to come up next. The big difference between me and Stuart, of course, is not just uh, our accents, but he's in Australia and I'm here in the UK. And the big difference about that right now, it's minus four here and it's plus 40 degrees over in Australia. So yeah, it can start to uh, influence and impact how we are from day to day. I thought that'd be a good topic today, actually, to talk about that and people in business. So if you're in business as a business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, or the executive or employee, whatever it may be, our environment and our state influences how we are, how we think, and what we, well, the outcome for the day. Okay, so I thought I'd talk about that today and how we can start to change that state more often. And what came to mind is there's plenty of different topics we can talk about. And I'll explore a few of them because at the end of the day, I'm I'm doing a research project on this as well. I'm doing a PhD on state management within highly successful people. And I'm talking like millionaires, high performers uh, within business specifically, not in any other any other area like sport or anything, but very high performers within business. Um, but the one thing that stands out for me is that the people that are high performers and whatever that may be, whether it be um, in financial or wealth or um, time, whatever it may be, these people have one thing in common and that's who they surround themselves with. Who they surround themselves with influences their environment. Now, I like to think of this, and the way I couch my clients is if you are on your journey to 100K, or if you're on a journey to 1 million, and if you're on a journey to 10 million, and then if you're on the journey to 100 million, it all depends on who you've got around you. And the different stages that you reach will be limited, and you may not even reach that stage if you keep that same circle around you. So as you start to progress towards that next stage, the 10 million, the 100 million, whatever it may be, just think, who do you need around your table? Who do you need in your circle to help you get there that can keep you in that that state, that, that circle of trusted advisors that are always not just giving you advice, but want to see you win? Who do you need around you that want to see you win? What sort of specialities and skills do they need to have? So the way I like to think about this, lads and gentlemen, is imagine that you are the CEO of your own boardroom table. Okay, so you're sitting at the top of the table, you're the head of the table, and you have... Well, let's say if you're a a, a, a a small entrepreneur or a small business just starting out or an employee in business, whatever it may be, you're sitting at that boardroom table and for you to get to that next level, something needs to be different in your world. And the first place to start is, well, who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are the people that you need around you to get you to that next stage? So let's just use the the financials, for example. If you want to reach as a business owner to go to a million and you've never been there before, well, who have you got around you? When you first start out in business, it could be friends and family that are helping you out, okay? But have they ever built a business that's ever been a million before? So even though they're coming with the best intentions, your advisors around that boardroom table are going to need to change. 
Okay, well, let's just look at a, mil a structure of a million business. It's not the business owner doing everything on their own anymore because if it was the business owner doing everything on their own, they'd be limited the amount of hours that are physically in the week. And I don't mean the hours that you work. I mean, physically, 24 hours times seven is the maximum you can work. And of course, that's without no sleep or food or anything. But that's the extreme, okay? So you're limited by this time. So to go beyond a million, we need to start thinking leverage. Yeah? How do you get more from less? So the next step would be is, well, I need to start getting somebody to, well, break it into the four areas of business for an SME. Marketing, let's get some leads in. Sales, who's converting those leads? Operations, who's getting the stuff throughput through the whatever it may be. And operations could be if you're a service business or a production business. There's still operations, okay? It's the people that are doing the, the operative work. And then the financial side. And as the business grows, there'll be a HR side because guess what? One of your biggest challenges is going to be finding great people. So you'll always need to be out there hunting. But a business that's at 100K and a business that's a million, they won't have that HR problem yet because they don't need to think about it yet. They'll only just be starting to see the, the benefits of it and the stronger, the stronger benefits that that person could bring. So if we just go with the four areas, the marketing, sales, operations, and finance, it's no longer the business owner that can do it because there's too much load on the business. That's why you're at a million, yeah? So there's a mindset shift here, isn't there? Because if you think that you're the Superman that is the person that's going to do all this stuff, well, think again, right? So if the if uh, well i only use the word ego okay if it's down to ego to, to be so proud about the amount of hours that you put into the business and you walk around with that badge of honor to say i've done you know 100 hours this week well personally i think is complete bullshit because my biggest values are the the reason i do this stuff in business and build businesses and coach as well is so i can um, have more time with my family so if i'm working all my life um in business then I'm never going to get those moments back, right? But I get it that everybody's got different values and that's just my personal values that a lot of my clients share as well. And that's why they choose me as a coach because they share those values too. And there's a coach for everybody, right? I mean, you just go on LinkedIn now and there's everyone has got, you know, their name as coach. How do you become a coach? Just change your name, okay? How do you become a, a uh, an experienced coach is you prove it. You prove the results and you go out there and you start doing stuff with people and showing people that it's possible and personally I think as well that prove it in your own life too don't just talk the talk you got to walk the walk and for me it was building my own business too so the the example is there so let's go back to the this idea of of leverage then is that if you want to go from 1 million it's going to need a different level of thinking that got you from 100k to 1 million which is you've got to start to find some great people around you now to go to 10 million well, let's think about those people. Those people that were doing the marketing job, doing the sales job, doing the finance job, doing the operations job. Well, now they can't do it because they physically only have 24 hours times seven in the week as well, right? So, well, first of all, good luck finding somebody who's going to work that many hours, right? It's, to it's not fair for them. So we need to make sure that they've got a great work-life balance and we're looking after those people as well and they're getting what they want. Now the trick here is, is how can they get what they want and start to now get more people in so they can get what they want too. So we have to think leverage again. Now the manager 
who the person who was doing the work before now could become the manager, for example, and now they have to experience leverage and it's not all about them anymore. It's about leadership and management for their team. So they're not the superhero anymore doing the work, just like the business owner was on the journey to one million. Yeah. Now they're thinking, right, how can I get great people in and how can I trust and inspire in them so that they can move forward and build this business um, so your your people that were doing the old processes are now doing the management stuff, right? So what does that mean for you as an entrepreneur and a business owner? Yeah, you better get really, really good at finding great people and keeping them inspired all the time so they can inspire your team. And I use the word inspire because for me, inspiration is far better than motivation. Motivation is that you just get a motivational spurt, yeah? But if you can inspire them, you can keep them motivated for longer because they've got that thing that they're moving towards, that direction of travel like we've mentioned in the previous episodes. Yeah, We can keep them going and remind them of the thing that they're doing it for. Right? What is the win? And there's a bit of positioning as well. Things don't happen overnight, do they? Yeah, People really, really underestimate what it takes. Yeah, they think they can do it in a year. You look at the new year, new me stuff right now. I mean, it's it's what, the 23rd of January and how many people aren't even posting stuff about the new year, new me anymore. It's starting to drop already. It's up, drop off already, isn't it? Because it's not instant gratification. Doing something to achieve a goal, a real goal, a long-lasting goal, and not something that was just an overnight fad, yeah, something that actually takes a bit of grit and resilience behind it to achieve, you've got to be stuck in it for the long term. So motivation, just because it's the, you know another rotation around the sun, isn't fucking good enough. What we need is some real inspiration there. And this is where it comes from, right? People around you. So one of the things I used to do when I was doing a lot of bodybuilding is that I, I would search on Instagram. And on Instagram, I'd look around for um, people that I inspired towards. And it's quite easy if you look for, for fitness people on Instagram, isn't it? You know, the, the whole thing's plastered with, with it because it's a visual platform. So um, this was back in my younger days. And I thought, well, hold on a minute. If I can do that in fitness and I become pretty fit and in good shape, then, well, I can do it in business too because it's the same sort of mentality. So what did I do in the the fitness world that I can now implement into the business world too. And that was to start following influencers on, on social media, right? So the re- why am I telling you this story? Well, the reason for it is that it's the same thing about being around your boardroom table. The people around your boardroom table don't have to physically be there, okay? They do need to physically be there if they're in your business, but for, for starting entrepreneurs and executives and people that are employed in businesses that want to go that next step towards towards management or leadership, or whatever it may be, just think, you may not be able to afford the people to sit around your, your table yet as consultants or coaches, but what about if you just take the first step and start following some more inspirational people, people that inspire you? And if the feeling comes up that this person... Yeah, you, 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 you're not really congruent with the things that the way that they talk or the things that they think. It's okay. There's plenty of other people out there. 
but just ask yourself, what is the first step that I can do to start thinking a little bit differently? Who do I need around my circle? You know, the Knights of the Round Table. Who do you want to, you've got all these chairs around your table and you can invite anybody in the world, right? Anybody in the world can sit around that table. And that goes at the moment, you just invite their podcast. You just invite their book. You just invite their TV show. You just invite whatever it may be. You can invite those people to sit around your table just to get a little bit out of them. Because, guess what? You become the people you surround yourself with. But that doesn't mean you need to be spending tens of thousands yet. Yet. You hear the word yet, right? You don't need to be spending tens of thousands yet. You just need to be getting somebody around that table. So that's the journey to to 100K. What about to a million? Well, now we do need to be spending some money because the way that we invest in ourselves can be in, well, here's the thing. Why would you want to go and work it all out for yourself when you could get somebody in there that could save you 10 years? Okay, that could save you 10 years of your life because they've done it. Or they've coached people that have done it or mentored, or, or whatever it may be. They know somebody. They could put you in touch with somebody that could solve your problem a lot quicker. Now, personally, as a coach, if I see one of my clients that's struggling with something, and I go, hey, look, you know, that area there, I would give them a contact that can get them a lot faster to that direction, yeah? Because of my ego isn't to go, hey, hey, look, I'm the person that solves everything. I'm the coach. I'm the coach The coach that gets them to what they want financially and for the overarching of the business. But if it comes to something specialist, I'm going to go, look, there's somebody, I find this topic particularly boring, right? But there's somebody here that lives and breathes this stuff. So why don't you go and speak to them, right? So that's what I have. As a coach, I have a trusted board of advisors, yeah? Not just advising me on my business, but also advising me on all sorts of part of my life when it comes financial. I've got an accountant. I've got consultants. I've got my own coaches. I don't just have one coach. I have multiple coaches because the better my boardroom table is, the better that round table is, the more that I can help me as an entrepreneur and coach as well. So... That's me on my journey towards 10 million, okay? So what would be your journey towards where you're at right now? So if you're not at the 100K mark yet, either personally or in business, then who do you need around your table? Yeah, if you are at the 100K, who do you need around your table to get you to a million? Maybe that means the first, you know, 10, let's say you're on 20K and you want to get to 100K. Well, that could just be podcasts or books or people that you could invite or friends that you just get together with and you have around your boardroom table. But on that journey from 100K to a million, that's where you could start investing in people, join mastermind groups, uh, invite people that are specialists. Maybe you've got a friend that's really, really, really good at some stuff or so passionate about stuff to say, hey, look, I'm thinking about getting this thing together. We've got to catch up. You're really good at sales. You're really good at marketing. You're really good at operations. Let's just get together and see what magic we can form together and build something, right? And then when you're on the journey from a million to 10 million, well, who else is out there that is really good? I mean, I've invested in some people that are the best in the UK, right? So I'll turn to them and go, great, mentor my people. And then I'll even turn around to some other people. And if they're really good at something, uh, I'll go, hey, what's it going to take for you to join my business? 
right? How do we make it a win-win so you can be around my table in the future? Because I think you're freaking awesome, right? But you've got to ask those questions. And to ask those questions, you've got to be thinking that way. And to be thinking that way, you've got to be inspired by it, right? So hopefully these podcasts today, ladies and gentlemen, are just giving you a little bit of thinking to help you on your journey. I'd love to sit down with every one of you and think about it. Who needs to be around your boardroom table? And I'd love to be around your boardroom table, just like the clients have this conversation. They go, hey, we need Coach Lewis Hayden around the table. Yeah, One of my people around the table, by the way, Stuart Walter. Fantastic person. One of the world's leading sports hypnotists that also works with CEOs and business. What a guy to have around the table, yeah? And if you're listening to this podcast, within essence, you're at that first step of having me around the table and Stuart around the table. So thank you for that. It's a privilege to be on the on the journey with you. And maybe one day I could be face-to-face across that table as well and helping you go to that next level, and so could Stuart. But it's not about that, guys. You can choose who you want around your table. And just by thinking more often what we've been talking about today, you can achieve anything you want. You just need the right people around you, yeah? So you become the person that you spend the most time with, right? So the average of the five people you spend the time with. So if you've got five people around your table right now, they're getting you to where you're at right now. Sometimes you might need to ask that person to leave, not physically ask them to leave, but you need to make the decision if you still need that person around your table now, because what got you here won't get you there. Okay. So who do you need to, do you need a bigger table? <laughs> you know, if, if you're talking a hundred million to a, to a, to a billion, then you may need to expand your table. What I mean by that is that you don't just need sales, marketing, operations, finance anymore. You now need a whole C-suite, yeah? And then you need directors, you need um, shareholders, investors to go into it with, you need advisors, you need... There's all sorts you could start to do. But just think about where, where you're at right now and just perhaps the table that you've currently got isn't getting you where you want to be. So you can bring up new chairs to that table. You can take chairs away. You can ask people to kindly leave the boardroom. And you can invite new people in. Just think, who could you invite to be around your boardroom table of life, of business, whatever it may be, whatever you want more of. Somebody's doing it and somebody's really good at it. The only difference is, is the people that are really, really good. You need to start investing investing in them and by investing in them you're investing in you because you don't just learn one thing from a coach or a mentor you learn it for life this isn't a give a man a fish and you feed for a day you learn from them and you can how many more how many more businesses can you apply that in once you've learned that stuff and if you can learn how to leverage your time strongly from the coach or mentor as well well, guess what? You can go out there and you can form far more successful businesses that you've currently got or grow the one that you currently got or go into a different route of investing or whatever it may be, property stocks. Yeah, you can choose the direction that you want. Anything is possible as long as you find the right people around you. But those people aren't cheap because everybody wants their time. And the more people want their time, well, guess what? You're going to have to start paying for it. 
So that's why it costs a lot of money. <laughs> but it's the people that invest in these people. They're the ones that understand this stuff. So I'm just sharing you the secrets, right? Remember, we are the CEO secret weapon. Me and, me and Stuart Walter are the CEO secret weapon. So I'm sharing with you right now the top CEO secret weapons, which are the people around that table. But you can do it too, no matter where you are. For all the employees that are listening there right now, and you're going, well, it's okay. You know, it's all right for the, the top CEOs to be invested in all these people. I can't afford that. Well, cut the bullshit excuses. You can afford a book. What you can't afford is to be hanging around waiting, making excuses any longer. Just go out there. Even if you can't afford the book, go on social media. Get rid of some of those old, those things that are pulling you down. Putting negativity and doubt in your mind that it's not possible. Let's start following people, listening to people, listening to the podcasts. Or just reaching out with more people that are doing it. And you'll soon see that it's anything is possible. You've been listening to the CEO Secret Weapon podcast with Lewis Hayden and Stuart Walter. If you'd like more tools and resources to help you on your journey towards whatever the next level may look like for you in your career, then visit ceosecretweapon.info.